Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast was previously recorded on March 6th of 2015. Jim and Aaron are still having lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join Club Bald Move to watch these lunches live. You can also connect with us on the forums.baldmove.com or on Twitter with the hashtag baldlunch. I think we're live. I think so. Cool. I haven't done having one of these. Uh, what the hell's going on? I lunch with Jim and Aaron's for a while. Yeah. No logo. Yeah. Just boom, raw. We're hitting you. We were just talking about the state of first-person shooters. We were. So if we get bored on here, we might do that again. <laughs> we were. We were. Um, because that's man. That's like a formative part of my life has been spent. Like that's kind of the defining moment. Of when I became a graduate from a Nintendo, like your first headshot, what? little boy, little yeah, like to Doom, like that's when right. I it's like okay, that's that's the modern <laughs> my modern identity as a gamer, first person shooters, yeah, and like everything else pretty much falling by the wayside, and I've kind of gotten away from that, and now I'm back into it via Destiny, but who cares? We actually had quite a few people uh, send in requests on the forum and otherwise to kind of get a general update on some of this Club Bald Mood stuff. And also, like, where the commission podcast situation is. Uh-huh. Um, a little bit more, you know, our plans for switching over from subbable and that kind of stuff. So I thought we'd talk about that. Sounds um, good. You, first of all, uh, as far as subbable goes, we are very close to being able to, like, fully tell you everything about the subbable situation. NDA and situation shit. and all that stuff. It's about, yeah. it's about to expire next week or the week after. And we can kind of, like, fully illuminate our intentions and and kind of how we came to arrive at some of these decisions. Yeah. But suffice it to say, uh, you know, we don't intend to just make off with your account balances and steal off into the night. Real dick move. We real dick yeah. move. Um, so we're, there's several different schemes that we are schemes. I shouldn't use. Oh boy. Schemes. Yep. There's plots. We've been plotting behind the scenes. There's several, uh, several <laughs> plots and skullduggery that we've mm-hmm. been uh, uh, coming up with. There's several plans that we are looking at. As far as how to get these balances into the Club Bald Move shopping cart, um, one involves pen and paper. One, that's I mean, not ideal. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like we convinced <laughs> ourselves that we could do this just with pen and paper if we had to. Because even before yeah. we announced this and before people had concerns, our big concern is what are we going to do with people's account balances? Because it's just not right. You know, I know we 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 pitched this thing. It's like Walmart. You know, taking your Christmas layaway, and then in you know December first, well, we're discontinuing the program. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out. Uh, so we marketed that way, and there's no way we would just do that. So um, the big thing concern from us as podcasters was, what if people take their balances that they were using to save up for a product, and then apply it to like it? You know, take they got $175 for a commission podcast. They come over to club ball move and like sign up for essentially affinity membership. 
Yeah. And do we want to take the time to put technological measures in place to prevent that? Because, you know, people like, well, who cares? It's money, right? Well, it's basically uh, the difference between, um, you know, Walmart letting you lay away something for a teddy bear and then you taking that account balance and applying it to gasoline purchase at their thing. It's like, you know, the profit margins are different and the way it's delivered and the time um, and all that stuff. It all sounds very technical. It all sounds technical and <laughs> economics. And, uh, but I think what we're deciding um, is that that's not so important to us because I think if we just tell people, look, if we, we don't have a technological way to stop you from doing that, but we prefer if you're not, and you're like our friends, and if, you, if, if, if your goal is to support yeah. Bald Move, then you'll use it to commission podcasts and do these other mm-hmm. stuff, and you'll pay the monthly or yearly thing out of pocket. 95-plus percent people will do that. And, you know, the other people, yeah, it's so. like, um, who cares, right? Like, if there's people out there that, you know, uh, had some money and banked it with us and now they don't have money and i would rather them use that for club bald move mm-hmm. than not do anything with it i mean that would be a bummer yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna put a man in jail for stealing a loaf of bread to feed this family <laughs> what am i wait are Inspector you Javert? no i'm a i'm a good dude G- generally i think so yeah um by the way we so, got the, the q a app uh, going so if you guys got any questions that the after we get done with our monologue uh we'll take those yeah definitely uh the other thing i want to talk about was the the separate ad free feeds that ran into a big snafu with our uh, hosting provider we don't have the features that we need to complete that so we've been talking and looking at uh moving adding adding some hosting to our list of services that will give us the features we need to split all those up. Yeah. And unlike the forum move, this should be fairly transparent behind the scenes. It's going to be slightly more expensive for us on a hosting, but sure, certainly but on the delivering value to the listener, uh, it, it, it meets that criteria. So, um, yeah. it, you know, again, knock on, knock on wood, but we think that that's going to be completely transparent. It's just the site's going to transfer in the dark of night. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, we thought the same thing about SSL when we enabled that. But, yeah, but that's the other thing is now we can actually fucking test that. Yeah, and that's the cool thing. We're gonna have both servers up and running, mm. um, and uh, I've got the DNS stuff, so I can set like I can switch it back and forth within seconds. Um, so if 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 it's not one hundred percent good, we can fail back. And in fact, we can we can like hook up our iPhones and our Androids to everything uh, behind the scenes before anyone. You know, it's like we're we're just really committed to not having this you know, if you subscribe to a podcast, you're fucked kind of situation that some people are experiencing with the SSL stuff. Yeah, that really sucked. Uh, the other thing is commission podcasts. We've got like eight backlog because we're in our busy season. We think yeah. we're about, um, you know, we're about to dig back underneath. And so, so we can start delivering like one of those a week in the upcoming weeks. And then once we're throughout, once we get to like May, we can start, you know, banging out more than that. Um, but at least we're going to start treading water. We're also on the add the commission podcast to the Club Bald Move shopping cart so that you can, you know, uh, when Supplable goes away, you can still be doing those. And also something we kind of waited because the Subbable thing has kind of muddied the waters is the whole idea of this crowdsourced commission podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to take the top 10 from our voting list which might end up being a top 11 because there was a tie um, and put those in the cart. And what the way it's going to work is I think, what are we going to do? Like he's going to be limited quantities of each one. So 
you know, we'll, we'll say, okay, this, this boat costs, you know, five bucks or whatever. Um, and the cap on those is like, we sell 30 of those or 60 of those or whatever it works out to, to hit 300 bucks, which is the price it was going to be on Soval. And then we will say, Oh, stock is out on those. It's time to redeem that podcast. Yeah. So that enables like a bunch of people to get together and say, well, I have 15 to throw at this. I have yeah. 30 to throw at this. However much you got. Exactly. The more can, people throw, the more money, the faster it'll get taken down on the list. As soon as the whole stock sells out, that's yeah. our cue to pull it down and do, do the, the podcast. podcast post. Yeah, it should be, should be, fingers crossed, seamless again. And I think we're going to do some fun stuff where, uh, you know, we'll, you'll get a mention. You'll, you're, if you contribute towards the effort, you'll get a mention of your name on the podcast. Uh, we'll probably solicit from that group of people for feedback or personal experiences or yeah, we want to do, we want to enable people to do that when they don't have 250 bucks to throw at us. Cause it's, know? it's salty. It's, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. And I mean, thank you to the people who have done it, but I know there've been a lot of people who've said like, I can't afford that, but I really want to mm-hmm. get together with my buddy. Uh, so here's, here's where we're standing on the vote. Um, that the top 10, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11. Yeah, that's the thing because we already done. Uh, so the top, I'll, I'll give the top 12, I think, is uh, seven is on top of the list. Oh, boy. The Princess okay. Bride is number two. Finally caught up. Firefly, <laughs> which we'll have to talk about what particular episodes uh, or whether we want to talk about the series as a whole. Yeah. Um, which would be tough because it's been a while since I've seen it. Jackie Brown, interestingly enough, um, surprised that's the most popular Tarantino one, followed by Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Followed by Twin Peaks. Reservoir Dogs in there anywhere? Which that's another argument for are we covering the movie? <laughs> yeah. Are how we the covering... fuck do we do Twin Peaks, man? Yeah. Like the first two, if you do, do like the first two episodes and, and listen to Jim's stammer about what to talk about, that's like trying to review Lost after two episodes. I think, yeah, I mean, clearly it can be done, but... But with the big caveat that, hey, I've only seen two of these. Right. Uh, no Country for Old Men, which we've both seen. Uh, Mulholland Drive, which neither of us have seen. Uh, Shutter Island, which you've seen and I've not seen. The Breakfast Club. Okay. We already did The Big Lebowski, so that's going to be taken down. And then you've got The Shining, yeah, uh, which would have been the I think that's the eleventh, but we're bumping Big Lebowski out. So, spoiler alert: that's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So that's spo- that should that's, tell you the spoiler tone alert. That's not a controversial podcast. Opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you want to know what I think of The Shining, right? There's the broad strokes. So coming soon ish is uh, we're gonna load all these into shopping cart as well as the generic, uh, hey, commission a podcast thing, and yeah. get to rocking on that. Um, we also have like, we're working on the next week or two coming up with a roadmap of features because we've taken a lot of feedback from, uh, features that are missing or features that people are wanting to see enhanced and stuff that we've kind of got up our sleeve. We want to talk about, we're going to put those up kind of in some public fashion to kind of give you an idea of what, what order and what priority and why we're working on those things to kind of be more transparent about this. And it's going to be a living document. And that it will probably change a lot. It's not a suicide pact. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Uh, it's stuff that we definitely will change by your guys' feedback, by like if we come up with technical limitations that we have to figure out. How or, to... or if something comes up that's more important, sure. you know, like, oh, that's got to go at the top of the list because it affects everybody and it, you know, breaks whatever. Right. Uh, so, yeah, um, let's see what else we got coming up. 
I talked, uh, I went into the forums on the Game of Thrones and talked about some ideas that we've got to improve the um, very popular spoiler section of the Game of Thrones podcast. This is just turning into a forums roundup, honestly. A little bit, yeah, why not? We'll talk about our top three TV villains next, or most hated TV characters. Um, So if you didn't see that thread, the idea was I would take the spoiler section bust it out into a separate podcast that comes out later in the week, like Friday, because it's incredibly stressful to do the spoiler cast justice on the Tuesday that we're also releasing game of Thrones, the full cast and mad men. Yeah. And there is a couple limitations where I wanted to do a more expanded take or uh, like there, I, the last three weeks I intended to get the audiobook version of the game of Thrones. And instead of me reading the text that support the theory, I was going to splice in the relevant sections of Roy Dotris doing that. And I just didn't because I didn't have time to like technically get it and splice it together. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just read it. Uh, putting it later in the week is going to allow me to do that and do a better job and do a more comprehensive job, a more polished job. The other thing we're wanting to do as a premium feature, which if you're seeing this podcast, you'll be eligible for, is make a video version of that. And I will be using clips from the show, uh, production stills, behind the scenes like dvd art fan art anything i'd find the internet to support uh the series and i'm I'm thinking about doing the roost bolt-on theory as a prototype of that because i've got like a whole bunch of visual ideas of how to tell that particular story and kind of like remix it and if it's popular feature i'm thinking in off season i might go back to last seasons Mm -hmm. and do the video treatment for every one of those see i'm really hoping to see a lot of genealogy trees and maps with arrows pointing where troops are going and yeah all that shit needs to be in the video like the grand northern conspiracy my god i only got like 60 percent of that into the two podcasts i considered on but having like maps where you can actually see all this stuff is going and and the the movement patterns and uh i think would add a lot to it so anything else that we're working on now no i don't think so um Let's open, let's, uh, I'm going to check the Q&A app and see whether we got some stuff queued up. And then we will go on. I've got a couple other things I'm interested in talking about. You know what we should do? We should let people send in questions throughout the week for this. That'd be too. a good idea. As opposed like to just a comment box. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, essentially yeah. that's the VIP forums. But Maybe we do a forum roundup. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Know. There's a suggestion for lunch. in here. People are going to hold me to it now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lunch with Jim and Aaron suggestions thread in the VIP forums. So that is kind of what was this was intended to is to give us material for when we run out of stuff. And we've got a couple like rainy day topics like what's on our shelves and tour the studio and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, I'm thinking more like specific questions, like a and a would, yeah. would give us. Yeah. We all know, I would like to do another Q&A podcast kind of soonish anyway. We're about to click over 7 million downloads. Like we're hot on that heel, or maybe it's 8 million. I'm not sure. All right. Save it up for 10. Sure. I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, like at some point, how, how often are you going to do this, right? I mean, we sort of do it every Friday. At one point, like 5,000 was a milestone for us. Sure. And then it's like, do you do it every 5,000? Come on. No, no. Um, okay, so let's see what we got. Oh, we actually have some things. Joff Manning says, not a question. The embed code for the premium didn't work, so the Hangout is not embedded. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. Son of a bitch. Let me fix that. Uh, ah, you know what? It's, this has happened before. I forget to switch it over to um, HTML mode instead of WYSIWYG mode. 
and it fucks up my embed link. Fucks it up bad. Yeah. All right. Live. Uh, let's get a screen capture of Aaron doing this. <laughs> let's get a live feed up. Uh, you can just watch me program all day and edit podcasts. And I, some people might like that. Like, have you seen the uh, the game jams where like uh, Notch would do that and like the no. cooking with Unity guys doing that? Like, Mm-mm. they just go in, they do a twenty four hour game jam, stream the whole thing, and people watch it, man. Really? Yeah, watch him code. Literally watching people code, man. That's, <laughs> that's like paint drying to me. Sounds sounds amazing. Although, but I was... I'm a coder, so like to me, that stuff is more work than yeah. You know, ooh, this is interesting. This yeah, is kind of my everyday. I, I don't know. I really liked pair programming. That was like my favorite thing. Hmm. So I could see that being like a little bit of pair programming. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, shit. Well, hell, now nah, I've really fucked it up. Uh, you want to consider this next question that we got there? Uh, well, Jack DeGrand is awesome. Based on Rum Punch by Elmore Leonard, FYI, one of his best books. I, that's not a question. That's just a statement. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I do not disagree with you. Yeah, I've heard Although I, I haven't seen it. Right. But uh, I haven't seen a lot of the Elmore Leonard. I've seen a, uh, my fair share, but um, I, w- I, I would be happy to take that on. I'd even probably read the book because his books are fairly easy to read. Hmm. Update. Let me see that if it's going to work. All right. I think we got it going now. Um, let me give it a little testy test. And then let's move on to the next question. Yes, please. Uh, Louis Benjamin said, speaking of the Game of Thrones audiobooks, I was listening last night to it and fell asleep. Definitely had a creepy nightmare narrated by the audible guy. <laughs> uh, wow. Roy would love to hear that. Yep. Get ready. Your yeah, spoiler cool. section is about to turn into his worst nightmare. It's working now. Sweet. Um, let's move on to... What is the grand total of listeners for all podcasts? I can tell you that right now. Oh, is he talking about our podcasts? I think so. Or all podcasts? I don't have the numbers on all podcasts. Although some people, I mean, Libsyn and uh, Blueberry people do kind of come up with approximations. Right now, our all-time list, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, this is what we use as our official count, but it is short by a few hundred thousand downloads because we used to self-host this shit. Yeah. Um, is six, six million eight hundred and twenty-five thousand two hundred and thirty-two as of this minute. That's crazy, man. And we will click we will click through that before that the month is over. Fucking insane number. Yeah, I, well, I can't believe like we hit a million. I was like, oh my God, are you yeah. how did we do this? How did we do this? Yeah. No, it's 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 it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. Um, I mean, my God, in the first five days we've got 108,000 downloads hmm. of this year of this month so that is a very good problem to have okay uh, uh so oh and if you want to know more just about the state of general podcasting if that was in fact what your question was about go listen to the feed uh it's a podcast by rob walsh from libsyn and it tells he's like the inside man on podcasting right now so yeah in my mind yeah but and we're also um in our copious spare time We've got a, uh, we're working on like another kind of pitch that we're hoping to have uh, before Game of, uh, get before Game of Thrones and Madden comes out in the air that just gets really transparent. Like, this is how much money we made in 2014. This is how much money we spent in 2014. This is what we're hoping to get in 2015. To kind of guys, to kind of give you an idea of like, you know, what what we're actually dealing with. 
um, and why we did things like club bald move and, and other stuff. And also some exciting stuff. Like we've got, uh, you know, we've had a huge uptick in ad sales this year, which we hope keeps going because that takes the pressure off some of the, the, mm -hmm. uh, the fan funding and all that. So yeah. And the, the copper, if, if he ever shores up that copper supply. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know what we're going to do. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, we would love it to where we could survive on, like we got three legs of, of, of money, Amazon, fan support, ads. We would love it if we could survive any one of those going away. Yeah. Because the reality is like at any time, Amazon could end the affiliate. I mean, that's, that's, that's the Bezos copper overlord final move and at any time affiliate links and then like there goes a third of our income yeah that would be bad news for us and also at any time the advertisers could actually listen to the filthy things we do on the podcast sure. and cut their we funding. don't want so, our brand associated with this yeah, this, this yeah. thing no no way so those, those two are scary you know we feel a lot more confident in the listener support right angle honestly because we know like that's where the majority of our funding needs to come from. And as of club ball move, it's us. entirely like we are using some kind of uh, system that we control or we'll have like, as soon as we get some of these other payment gateway options, like PayPal could go away and we still have Stripe and Amazon or Amazon could go away. We still have Stripe and PayPal. Mm -hmm. Like it's harder to conceive of somebody just pulling the plug on that in the way that like Patreon could just go, belly up and then yeah because we know the listeners listen to our content yes. and they're okay with it yes yes so it's much it's all about a much more sure thing trying to make this more sustainable yeah and honestly it's like if i could get 100 percent of our financing through exactly. uh, listeners that'd be the greatest because that's who you want to work for right yeah you know then everything is laser focused on pleasing them yeah and that's where uh, that, uh, yeah that's where i'd love to get to honestly and also like ads are great but they're not as much fun as the ads we do ourselves. And we've seen that those have been like, we, I've been shocked and gratified at how well, like uh, when we started running entertaining Amazon ads, like our Amazon income went up. Uh, we started doing entertaining ads for like Patreon subable and coming soon club bald move. And that stuff, I mean, shockingly advertising works. Uh, yeah. And when you have a little bit of fun with it, you know? Yeah. I, I think cause you know, we could have done the dry commercial reads that a lot of people do for their stuff, but sure, it's no fun. I mean, our goal, and I've seen a lot of people say this, is like, you know, even though we have access to the ad-free feeds, we still like listen to the ads because it's additional content. That's yeah, the, the Amazon stuff. Grail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a double-edged sword to selling ads is now that's, okay, we're hawking other people's products, but we lose that internal advertising. So it's kind of like, you know, that's mixed feelings about all that. Yeah, I mean, we're going to, stick our ads in there for club ball move wherever we can, I guess. And then as we get more toward user-based revenue, we can sure cut the ads out. Sure. Let's see what else. Uh, what have I been doing from a kind of interesting thing? Uh, so my girlfriend and I are big Tetris fans and for the old Wii, there used to be Tetris party, mm -hmm. which allows you to play head to head. And the cool thing about that is if you completed more than one line, you'd actually send those lines over to the other person. So it actually kind of directly yeah, fuck yeah. them. Mm -hmm. And there's also power-ups. You could do things like cover their screen, you know, for a set amount of time or dump random blocks on them, things like that. They came out with Ultimate Tetris, which you said, don't buy, don't buy, because it's got it's full of bugs. Oh, yeah. the Yeah, terrible. The PS4 version was rotten piece of garbage when it came out so apparently they've got all those fixed because we've had a fairly flawless experience with it and okay. it 
Frame rate's good? Because yeah. that was the big problem. Like, how the fuck do you get a Tetris game to run badly no, it's, on a PS4? No, the performance is, is good. Um, it's not yeah. as much fun as the Wii version because the Wii had more fun power-ups. Uh, and you okay. could actually trigger the power-ups whenever you wanted to, whereas this is like the power-ups are, are embedded in the blocks. Mm. And when you complete a line of that power-up, it triggers. So it's less strategic, but it's also a hell of a lot prettier. And it run, I don't have to drag my Wii out to play it. Uh, Cecily kicks my ass, man, <laughs> like 20 to one. Um, and it's, this, yeah. it's this thing. It's like, you know, I can only play so much because she's, I'm steadily getting better and mm-hmm. getting towards parody, but it's just, it's disheartening <laughs> to like, like I've been fighting for my life for like two minutes at the top, you know, with the, like three lines and just like completing lines to save my life. And she beats me and I look over and she's got like a clean board. <laughs> my yeah. son of a fucking She's bitch. good at games. She's uh, good at games. She's just, She's devious at Tetris. So we've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, the other thing is we just got done watching Downton Abbey. She only saw the last two seasons. So we've gone, I, uh, on uh, Amazon, speak of the devil, uh, all the seasons are available in high def for free. So mm-hmm. we've gone back and started watching the first three seasons, which has been a lot of fun. Um, cool. cool. I forgot how, fa- like, you think that Downton Abbey is like super fancy, Season one down Navi was like way f- fancier. That's been one of the things that they talked about, like after the war, you know, things have gotten more and more casual, but like it's breathtaking uh, to see okay. the dress and standards. Like they were ironing newspapers. They had so many servants and stuff in the first season. You're right. They were in the second season. You got butlers playing footmen and shit like that. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing some destiny Been doing a lot of that, but I've been mostly working on, the website any more west wing no no i i I turned on like half an episode and turned back off did you have you have you caught up with uh always sunny yet have you seen charlie's day no man damn man i know i've been too busy and then what whatever free time i do have i plug destiny in there well i can't fault you for that let's go to the boards all right uh ooh, freddie C says, have you been approached by Sirius XM or any other major broadcast entities? Define major and broadcast. Because <laughs> Define every word in your sentence individually, please. I'm understanding 0% of it. Because here's what, here's what we had. Um, we had this theory uh, way back when, before we even had the first ads, when we started getting major traffic, okay? Uh, we're like, should we go out and try to approach the people and sell advertising? Cause neither of us are salesmen, right? We're not marketers by nature or anything like that. We just uh-huh. like having fun. Um, and we said no, because if we get big enough people come to come to us. And we said, we'll probably get a few stupid ads, then ads that look good, but we'd actually be secretly stupid to sign up for. Then we'll start getting legitimate. So the, the, the trick is, is when you start, um because you don't want to get taken advantage of sure and also it's like okay so if we give you a minute of our podcast and we get five bucks who gives a shit right um and 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 that sure enough what happened we got some really stupid shady offers that we rejected then we got things that made us say hmm but then we realized we were getting fucked on the back end and we said no to that and we started getting like legitimate stuff like audible and hover and harry's and that's kind of like more so in the future same thing is happening because that's the other thing. We're like, we will probably get one of these days if we keep doing this, we survive. I don't know if it's one year, five years, or 10 years, but some show will approach us about doing some work for them in a professional uh, capacity or 
contents that are the that are content networks that are starved for quality content will approach us about licensing material. And first we get some shady offers, which we that we have checked that off. Then yeah. we got some that seemed good when we get the terms and conditions, and we're like, no, fuck you, this is bullshit. And funny you should mention, just because in the last few weeks we've gotten some offers we can't talk about because in you know non-disclosure shit and all that stuff. God, I hate this shit. <laughs> but it's pretty exciting. That, the for NDA us. stuff sucks, but yeah, I'm super excited about the opportunities. Um, and it's not like you know it's, some of them are sure not, things, some of them are not. And then it's not like serious, and it's not like pay for play. That's yeah. still a ways off, but it's getting there. Like you know, we see cars shipping with podcast players and 4g and wi-fi built in you start thinking podcasts are radio of the future i've always said that i think that entertainment coverage will be like espn in 20 years where it's like just round the clock you'll have channels mm -hmm. not like the bullshit e and tmz where it's the periphery yeah. but like the you'll discussion have discussion of the direct discussion of your favorite thing yeah walking dead comes out you'll have a half hour pregame show where stars yeah. and analysts and stuff talk about last week and what's coming up this week and then you'll have an hour-long post kind of like talking dead i think that's going to be instead of something that the networks kind of do for easy content and that's kind of like shill like you know talking dead stuff like that mm -hmm. i think it'll there'll be an enterprising channel that launches espn something like that on youtube or on the internet or maybe even on cable uh and it'll become a 24 7 thing and people will yeah, laugh all, at it all and of people the things watch it all of the things you've been seeing in TV and radio for the past hundred years happening are happening right now in podcasting in almost the exact same ways. Yeah. So and the only thing that has changed is the ease of distribution, right. the ease of creation. Uh, but that doesn't get in way in the way of like the big corporate guys doing what they do. Sure. You know? Sure. They're still going to steer podcasting <laughs> in a direction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and there's like, there's a lot of charlatans out there. There's a lot of people selling goods and services and a lot of, you know, yeah. um, it kind of reminds me of like real estate uh, or get rich quick schemes. Like there's people doing seminars on podcasting of how you can get a hundred thousand listeners. Oh, and I've made, oh. I make a million dollars a year in podcasting and you can too. Eventually and, we're going to be selling podcasting timeshares. So <laughs> that's the end game. Be sure. on my show for just $150 a month. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, to answer your question, there are some exciting things happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Nothing's going to, like I said, it's not going to be like, oh, we're going to a thing that's, it's, we're still very yeah, much. Yeah, it's not like AMC is going to hire us to do their official shows or anything. No, so we're still very much. We're not Chris Hardwick. To be in independence. That's something we talk about every six months or so, like the concept of selling out and what that would look like and you know, who would we sell out for yeah. or if it's even worth it at this point. Um, That's the thing I was, I was thinking about, you know, how I hate, I used to hate going into my job. Mm -hmm. That's not true anymore. Sure. I love doing this stuff. And I think, you know, the freedom is a big part of that. Like, yes. Granted we have schedules, but at the same time, if we want to do something crazy, we can go do something crazy. You know, yeah. we can, or my, do an Amazon campaign where right. we frame Bezos as a dark copper lord. Right. We sure. can, that's whatever. And, and you know, uh, yeah, I, I think I said this before, but the fact that I used to dread Sunday nights and now it's just like, <laughs> I, you know, it's a cool TV coming out that I get to talk about. Um, uh -huh. And my inbox is going to be full on Monday morning with a bunch of funny, insightful things. It's like, it's just completely changed my view of work. Yeah. Me so too. it's pretty awesome. We want to keep it going. Uh, <laughs> what else we got yes, here? We 
Louis B says, even though we have access to ad-free feeds, I just listen to the normal cast. Your ads are usually just a funny skit or something, so I mostly enjoy them anyway. All right. That's exactly what we're going for, man. Case in point. Uh, the more entertaining we uh, can make them to record for us and the more funny they are for people to listen to, the more effective they are. You know, because The goal is like, like I hate, and that's unfortunately a lot of our official ads kind of fall in this category. It's like it's the pre-roll and then it's the mid-roll and we try to yeah. make them as interesting as we're allowed in the constraints of the material that we're given to work with. Uh-huh. But, you know, when I'm listening to this on other podcasts, it's it's a lot of skip, 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 right? The trick is to make something that where people don't want to skip it because then they'll be more apt to do the thing that you're wanting them to do. I mean, yeah. that's marketing <laughs> 101. It's, it's Machiavellian and it's kind of hacking your brain's biochemistry and your feelings of affection and love but to sell a, lipstick and, and nylons, but by God, it works. At the same time, you can go too far in the other sure. direction where you kind of camouflage ads as content. And that's not what I want to do. I, I want no. you to always realize that you're listening to an ad, but, you know, at least enjoying the experience. Sure. Um, and the other thing is, like, you can get, like, that happens at Super Bowl. Like, people like funny commercials. Yeah. So you get this stuff that's, like, trying too fucking hard. And, yeah. like, this last Super Bowl was all about going for your emotional nuts, man. Like, here's a child that's never going to see their father again because a car wreck <laughs> killed them. Oh my like, God. cry. Here's a soldier coming home and saying hi to his kid and dog. Cry. It was, like, all this, like, tear-jerking stuff. I'm like, my God. <laughs> I was getting sick of the comedy, but God damn. You know what? That's next for us. We got to figure that's... out a way to make him cry. <laughs> uh th- I i'll know, call my mother up direction. live on air and say why don't you love me <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked for seven years mom this is fucking bullshit do you feel sorry you'll for me, me give me money <laughs> you'll have them weeping in the seats man oh uh, uh, so <laughs> yes look forward to that on the bald move network uh raw emotional advertisements uh what else we yeah. got to talk about man uh i don't know i watched robocop the new one yeah the remake movie uh so i wouldn't have looked forward to that at all except for the judge dread remake was fucking awesome it was was unexpectedly and it was was just incredible and i kind of got that whole kind of slick updated look and feel i was excited to see it it's on netflix now right yeah uh what'd you think uh i thought it was good it was good i think i feel like they might have missed an opportunity in the plot, which I'll, I'll talk about in a minute. But as far as the, the things I really liked about it, uh, it hit a lot of the notes that you want a RoboCop movie to hit as right. far as like look and feel of stuff. Um, and then they kind of, they modernize it a lot, obviously. But like RoboCop looks like RoboCop at first. And then, spoiler alert, if you actually want to see this, skip ahead, mute me. Uh halfway through the movie michael keaton says we need to make these guys look cooler let's make them all black and then robocop's just black after that hmm so that's what he looks like on the movie posters yes because i like that sleek kind of like it's in there he's black and oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. i I thought you meant the old stuff the old stuff is in there the old robocop look is like a classic you know it's it's like the terminator it's just iconic and awesome but i like Mm -hmm. uh similar to what they did to the costuming of judge dread in the new dread movie they 
paid homage to it, but it also looks slick and modern. It's or also yeah, definitely. It seems like the more successful superhero franchises take like the core idea of a superhero's costume, but then take the yellow spandexy parts and make it leather yep. and ballistic nylon, and then boom, you got something cool there. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't look ridiculous. Sure. Uh, really cool. When I think of RoboCop, I think of the consumer culture um, kind of criticism. Um, yeah. Parody. The commercials. They, they do that? They play. Uh, they, they do, they do something very similar. Yeah, they definitely pay homage. Uh, they have Sam Jackson kind of as a... Almost like a news report... An actual news reporting Bill O'Reilly. So, like, <laughs> he's he's up there, like, saying, here's what happened in the latest uh, with crime or law enforcement stuff and then he'll tell you a little bit of news and then he'll spin it and he'll say this is why we need to Mm. stop these legislators from preventing these robots to be on the street that kind of stuff that's actually more timely it is they modernize that in a way too right and i think it uh it all works it all works pretty well the the one piece of the puzzle the the kind of the plot that i wish they had gone with is when gary oldman is giving this guy robotic arms He's playing the guitar. It's really awesome. And then he gets overwhelmed by emotion and the things stop working. The arms stop working as well. Mm. And Gary Oldman's like, if your brain chemistry gets out of balance, uh, your robotic limbs stop working mm. as well because it just can't read you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I was thinking, that got me thinking, like in a world where a lot of people are getting robotic implants or something, um, they could kind of train themselves to act more robotic mm-hmm. as to be more effective. as a way to be yeah to to not because they have to like oh man my hand got blown off i have to act like a robot now for this thing to work mm-hmm. that it has really interesting societal implications and they didn't really go there yeah like giving yourself a hand job you know you get too into it it stops working and it's like the strange yeah effect are, and... are robotic hands any good for hand jobs the answer is no i think no, if you go second, on RoboCop lore. The second you start, ooh, baby, it's like all uh-huh. goes to shit. Yeah. It rips your dick right or off. Maybe, maybe it'd be better. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you get that the stranger effect without <laughs> having to sit stranger. on your hands. Yep. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Wes Stevens says, random question on a show like Oh, Game wait. Of- ah, damn. What? There's another RoboCop question. Never oh, shit. Okay. Well. That's right. Uh, on a show it. like Game of Thrones, there's a different director for each episode. Do you really think they all fly in different directors to all those locations for each episode? Hmm. So if you've seen the behind-the-scenes stuff on Blu-ray uh, you, or DVD, you should, because the Game of Thrones DVDs and Blu-rays are like some of the best shit ever. Hmm. Like the expanded material, the lore stuff, it's just... Uh, what I've gathered is they kind of organize things by location, and they'll have like be shooting three or four different episodes at each location simultaneously. So they get like the director done with all their shoots in like Malta and then they'll fly them over to Greenland and they'll get all their shoots are there. And then they kind of, there's a lot of globe hopping, but to try to be as efficient as possible. And also they have like second camera units and stuff like that, getting like, you know, minor shots and pickup shots and they're so like everybody things up remotely everybody gets flown into every location but only once yeah was as little as possible because yeah. that's as that's as economic as possible but it does seem because my original thought was um they like alex grays would just shoot all of the king's landing stuff and then they would give him a credit for who whatever is the episode that he had the preponderance of stuff for 
and then okay. so like you're watching the work of like three different directors there's actually not as really? much of that no i don't think that's what happens oh you don't okay i thought that was what happens um that would be super weird how would you give an episode a director just have three of them I no guess. but it turns out i don't think that's what what's going on okay um and again it's it made a lot more clear if you watch the behind the scenes footage um and and how they keep all that stuff straight and the actors how they keep you know, because they're shooting this out of order. I think that's one of the amazing things is they have to keep straight what their character knows and mm -hmm. put that stuff into the performance. And that's what the director is there to help them with, mm -hmm. obviously. But it's it's a big deal. Yeah, they have teams of continuity experts. Man. Sure, sure. It's making sure you're standing in the same position and all that stuff. Yeah, and they still fuck up. Eh, from time to time. R rarely. Like, less often than you'd imagine, right? Certainly. Yeah, like I always love that, like top 30 movie mistakes. And it's like some took a drink of wine and now it's it's back to full the next scene later. Yeah, Mike. you manage the shooting of that scene. We'll see yeah, how you do. Yeah, that's not even a fucking, that's that's just a it's continuity a error. Yeah. yeah, it's a nitpick. It's a BuzzFeed article. If you get 30 of them, it is. you got a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Freddie C, last one. Then we got to get out. We got more House of Cards to do. Um, how was Michael Keaton in Robocop? He's the only reason I'd want to watch it. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's he plays the head of uh, whatever the corporation is that made RoboCop. I thought he was good in Need for Speed, the Aaron Paul deal. Yeah, he was. He's, and he's been playing a lot of uh, kitschy characters. And lately. Birdman. He just uh, hit a home run with Birdman. I haven't mm. seen it yet, but it's on my my watch soon list. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us for yet another lunch with Jim and Aaron. I actually have scheduled like the next four or two weeks of Bald Move content um that you can check it out uh check out on the main page and we are uh hard at work on some kind of notification system uh to replace the patreon stuff when we move off of that uh we don't really have a concrete sunset date for patreon or subable we'll probably come out with one once we actually talk about you know how we're wrapping up the subable stuff and all that might need to have a some kind of special you know q a podcast just for that i don't know but um we will see you uh, we're going to kind of make these for the for the, the foreseeable future fridays at 1 p.m so you can kind of just count on them yeah uh and then when we move into different seasons we might have to move them around in the week to you know make room for our recording schedule but right now friday is by far the best day to have them so uh you guys can plan accordingly and we'll see you next week yeah and see. on a ton of house of cards podcast and yep. live watching all that stuff so yeah thanks for joining us have a good lunch <laughs>